Every scar tells a story, and they may be your only source of encouragement, because there's actually true beauty behind our scars, that we survived throughout the West and became the best of ourselves. Each and every scar that you have endured. When Tina Kambi was young, you couldn't stop her. To say she was active is an understatement. I used to play netball. I used to do traditional dance. Um, I used to play marimba. Mm-hmm. I used to play djembe. And then I used to do music, like choral music. And then I used to paint and draw. Yeah. You said you used to. I used to. Not now that. I stopped. Back in 2017, when Tina was 14 years old, her house burned to the ground. She and her father were caught inside. They both suffered severe burns. Tina survived, but two months later, her father passed away. His death wasn't just the death of a parent. It was the death of a man who had caused her scars that ran deeper than the ones on the surface. They're just scars. They mustn't determine our destiny to be the signs of where we have been. They are the proof that you were stronger than anything which tried to tear you apart. There is actually power behind our scars, hence there is story to tell. Tina and her siblings grew up in Kuguletu Township in Western Cape. She was raised primarily by her grandmother. But when she was 14, she made the decision to move in with her parents. I wanted to experience like living with both my parents because I always grew up living with my grandmother and I never like experienced that love like from both my parents and also my little sister like she actually wanted me to stay there with them but the reality was far from what she imagined she says her father was a jealous insecure man who resorted to violence and abuse there were fights in their house all the time On a February afternoon, Tina had returned home from school. Her little sister was playing outside. Her mother was chatting away at a neighbor's, cooling down after another fight with her husband, leaving Tina alone at home. Her father returned carrying a gallon of petrol and doused their house with it. Their home went up in flames. I did manage to escape, but after, like, being trapped there for a long time because like the floor was wet was wet and slippery from the petrol mm-hmm. so I kept I kept on falling while trying to escape but I managed to grab the, the door handle and ran away and then when I ran out I remember I, I remember that he was inside Tina swears that her father saw her that he knew his daughter was in the house but when their paths crossed in the hospital emergency room, he claimed otherwise. He said to me that, oh, you also got banned. Like he was shocked that I was banned as if he didn't, he didn't see me in the fire. So that also came as a shock to me that how, how can you ask me that while you saw me in the fire? And then he was shocked and then he said to me, I'd rather die than seeing you like this. That was the last conversation they ever had. I don't want to lie, I, I felt free when I heard that he died because like home was something else. He made our lives miserable and like I always wished 
for him like i don't know just to be away from us because like home like felt like something else surprisingly the fire and her father's death brought tina and her mother closer together she felt safer tina could talk more freely with her mother about the other scars she carried from her father my father my father also like abused me but my mother didn't know about that i told her when we when we in the hospital that my father tried to like to rape me while her mother was a safe space the rest of the world wasn't for about a year after being discharged Tina secluded herself from the world in her grandmother's house. Her injuries excused her from school, and she stayed inside, away from the questions, away from the whispers, and away from the stares. I was still not used to myself being like that because like my skin color changed and also like I lost my hair. And then like I was completely different, so like I couldn't even look myself into the mirror. I used to hate a mirror. I remember at home I used to cover my mirror with a blanket. In her seclusion, she turned to writing. I made sure that every day I do write even if it takes like one paragraph. Mm-hmm. So I used to write maybe a poem or one paragraph a day. But eventually, she had to go back to school. Kids were harsh. They made fun of her appearance. She dressed in hoodies, long sleeves, anything to hide her scars. I looked like more like a stranger. Like a stranger because like I was not comfortable enough like to show people my scars. Even myself I was not like even more comfortable with myself. Years went by. She'd write and write and write. Writing became her refuge. Ultimately, she realized she had a book. She published it in 2020. Accept those scars by Tina Kambi My life used to have no value because of how it got changed I felt like I was in a cage filled with fear and surrounded by trauma but I got to help myself and became a better person I learned to accept what I couldn't change and embrace my scars Now Tina sits with me decked in a short-sleeved white crop top and loose-fitting black pants. She looks great and happy. Her smile stretching through the scars on her face. Now, Emira is my friend. I'll say it's my best friend. Now I love to stay in the mirror. Like I'll just go in the mirror and stand there just to watch myself. Even if I'm waking up, I'll just go into a mirror. And I love to do affirmation whenever I'm standing in front of the mirror. I would just talk to myself in the mirror that you know what you're beautiful, you're strong, intelligent, and all those things that will fill me up and boost my self-confidence. But I question whether writing was enough to heal from the severe trauma that was inflicted upon Tina. She said it wasn't. She had God, and for quite a while she saw a therapist. Do you still attend the sessions? No, I stopped. Why? Because I feel like I've healed. You think? I think, but I'm not. You are or you're not? not. I just think but I know I'm not. Tina's not finished healing. She may never be, but she is optimistic. 
I see myself being a professional writer. I see myself like being a clinical psychologist. I see myself like having my own orphanage. I see myself like being a motivational speaker. Like I want everything. I want everything. These days, people call Tina a warrior. I'm inclined to believe it. A warrior covered in tattoos depicting her battles. My scars like they are part of me. I've I've made peace with that that they will always be there because now I take them as lifetime tattoos. They will always be there and they also a reminder to me that I survived. So without these scars there's no story to tell. I'll die with them. For Radio Workshop in Cape Town, this is Munira Kaoneka.